If you want real stories, real life tools for resilience and in-depth conversations directly from those involved, then look no further than the HSC Heroes. This podcast, proudly sponsored and produced by The Safety Shed, is your gateway to authentic narratives in the realm of workplace safety. The Safety Shed, a company dedicated to working with high-risk industries, offering free site surveys and bespoke safety solutions nationwide. Offering more than just accounts of incidents, HSE Heroes is a platform that provides tangible tools for resilience and engages in profound conversations directly with the individuals who've experienced these challenges. As your host, Alex is here to guide you through these compelling stories, offering insights and inspiration. So join us on this journey, where every episode unfolds into the exploration of real stories and practical tools for resilience. Tune in and immerse yourself into the world of HSE Heroes, where authenticity and depth take centre stage. And we are up, as always, number five in the series, the fifth, back in the droves again, of course, listening intently. Um, another special guest, P2BS series, as we said, fifth in the fifth in the uh, series so far, Matt Hazelden. Um, appreciate you coming over, mate. It's been quite a journey by the sounds of things, lengthy journey all the way up, so I really, really appreciate it, mate. I'm grateful for, for making the journey over. So, um, powerful story to tell, another one. Um so any questions or anything that you've got after the case, always go back to the uh, to the contacts that we've got on the show notes as always. Um, and your story by the sounds of things aligns with our mission and sending everybody home safe, real people, real stories, real lives. And, and we just want to push that awareness um, and make sure that everybody is is heading back home safe as, as it should be every single day. Um, so yeah, I mean, I always like to go back to the beginning, Matt, with, with my guests. So all the way back when, before before everything, get to know you a little bit, you know, yeah. childhood, born, what you what you were into, just get to know you a little bit, and then and then it'll just naturally go into your uh, into your story. So yeah, over to you, mate. Okay, then, mate. Uh, obviously, from Suffolk, yeah. very proud to be a Suffolk lad. Yeah. Grew up with me two brothers. We had a very great. We had a great childhood. Mm. You know, me and my middle brother are massively football mad. You know, my younger brother weren't quite so, weren't really into it, but he used to get dragged around to watch us. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we sort of, I left school and I went straight in uh, Brick Lane. Right, okay. Um, I didn't really like it. Mm. Um, it was a bit boring for me, same thing day in, day out. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. No, you're right. And then uh, the guy who actually played football, we've had a groundwork company. All right. And he said to me, do you want to come and work with us? Mm. So I accepted his offering. That's how I got into Groundworks, really, and I loved it. Mm. You know, the variation, the, you know, the pace of it. And in them days, we'd done a lot of work on the motorways as well, so we'd done a bit of the civils. And, you know, I used to earn some big money, yeah. very young age. Mm. You know, I used to work seven days a week. I, I'd do whatever I could, you know, because I loved the money. Grafter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd double shift sometimes, you know. We'd go from one job... <coughs> doing days and go straight and do a night shift I mean now thankfully it wouldn't be allowed you know, yeah. it isn't obviously safe but yeah um, it, it, we, we we were allowed to do it back then wow. well we got away with doing it back then yeah and uh, always chase money I love it I, yeah. I love that I love the buzz of it yeah um, and then um, my middle brother come to work with us right Dan uh, and he, he enjoyed it mm. and it was great working with me brothers even though me and him used to rail quite bad <laughs> yeah um, you know but I enjoyed it my little brother when he left school he was already my boss he used to do banger racing with me boss already so uh, and my brother and my other brother had been round watching me play football mm. you know we'd known him for quite a lot of years yeah and we we all naturally ended up working together working for Gap working for our boss nice um and it was great. Yeah. You know, we, we, we had some great years and then, unfortunately, things went a bit pear-shaped with boss's business and then he started up on his art again. Mm. But it was never quite the same. So I got... And also, to be fair, I see some of the things that he was able to do. Yeah. 
um, over the years and the place you've been able to be, and I, I wanted to be that for myself. So. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Yeah, and me, and my brother, my, me and my middle brother, and our, one of our best mates, Goody. Yeah, we're working together, and we decided that we were going to start up on our own. It was our time to have our own little thing. So yeah. And that's where it all started, really. So how old were you at this point, then? So I was probably, I was late 20s, real late 20s. All so oh, right, okay. Maybe even 30. So I don't remember right now, but 2008, so yeah, I would have been 30. 30. So you've done the graft, it's time to... Yeah, it's time for us to yeah. grow, you know, and we, we, we were good at our work. Yeah. You know, we'd get it done quickly, neatly, you know, and we were good at our work. Yeah. Um... So uh, I suppose people kept telling us that, and that people told, kept saying to us as well, you should start on your own and, and have a go at it for yourself. So it, it was almost natural progression. It's a hard thing telling my boss I was leaving because yeah. at this point I'd worked for him for about twelve years, you know. Right. Wow. And he'd lent me money for cars. You know, yeah. sorted my first mortgage out from start to finish. <coughs> Bit of loyalty then. Oh yeah, massively. We'd all worked there a lot of years. Yeah. Um, and we all did enjoy working together. There's a lot of us who all played football together, all worked there. Yeah. Um, so it's a very close group. So it was a difficult thing to do, but mm. um, we we made that decision and we went with it. And that was that's when we started. We literally started with nothing. You know, we had nothing in the bank. Yeah. Uh, but we just thought we were going to have a go at it. You know. A bit so, of crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took a little while to get the work coming in. Yeah. But, you know, very quickly, when I say a little while, once it started coming in, it came in very quickly, right. you know, and we grew from the three of us. We had, a, at the peak, we probably had 15 to 18 lads. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And it was, it, was a, it, was, it was a great buzz running a business. I really loved it, yeah. you know. Yeah. I really got that buzz for running a business. And we were starting to get noticed. We had a few, quite a few vans, and things were going pretty well for us, really. Yeah. Um, up to the 21st of January 2011. Right, okay. Um, when I got a phone call that, that changed my life forever. Um, I was working with a gang, because we, we all still worked. Yeah. We all had our own roles within the company, but um, we all still worked. We all still had a gang out, and plus we all liked it. Yeah, you know, we were still young. We still liked being out in the mud. Hands on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We still liked being out in the mud and crap at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I'd say I was at work, and it was one of them really shitty, miserable January days. Anyway, so yeah. And I was in a bit of a bad mood because. We were supposed to have a big payment come in. Mm. It hadn't come in, you know, and it, it, that's one of the hardest things with an with any business. Yeah, is keeping your cash flow. Of course, it's you know, it's, it's it's incredibly tough thing to do. Cash is king. It is yeah, definitely, you know, and so I was in a bit of a bad mood, and around about dinner time, my phone rang. Yeah, not an unusual call, you know, for a call from a director that. From a you know someone I'd done a lot of work for, or we'd done a lot of work for at that time. Yeah. And he said there's been an accident. Right. You know so. You know when he said there'd been an accident, I just thought you know, what the silly fuck has done? You know it's yeah. not nothing. You know. And he said you need to get the site straight away. So. Went over there. You know I was about forty minutes away. I drove over there. You know, and on the way there, I kept, you know, kept thinking to myself, I'm not to panic, you know, everything yeah. will, be all, will be all right, you know. Because you never think that you're ever going to receive those phone calls, you know, it doesn't yeah. happen to me. Yeah. You know, and I, it's something that I remember so, so clearly, mm. that it doesn't happen to me. Yeah. You know, it went round and round my head. And, So, you know, you, you think about it, and as you can imagine, I was trying to get old, the site agent to see exactly what was going on. Yeah. And I couldn't get older than what seemed like ages. And it was about a 40 minute drive, but it seemed to take forever. Yeah. And when I finally did uh, manage to get older, the site agent, he just said, he said to me, um, I'm really sorry, Matt, but 
it's not looking great. PJ and Anna are in the ambulance getting CPR and your brothers are still trapped. Oh my God. Um, but it's not looking good. So, you know, when you hear those words, it's like, you know, yeah. fuck. But even oh. then, them same things, don't panic. Yeah. You know, when you get there, yeah, 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 don't, don't panic. You know, this doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, this happens to someone else. It doesn't mm. happen to me. And I think that's, you know, that journey there is something I'll never, ever forget. I mean, what, was, what was going through your head in that journey? What, was, what was going through your head in that well, journey? Just literally, you know, don't panic. Um, mm. One of the most difficult things I ever had to do, though, was obviously on the way there, I had to make calls to mm. to people's families to tell them that there'd been an accident, which was... And we all come from one area, so everyone knew each other. Yeah. Um, so I obviously had to ring um, PJ's family, mm. who still this like this, you know, still to this day they live about 150 yards away from my house. Oh really? And I had to ring Jay Adams' brother, who Jay's still one of my best mates. Yeah. And obviously I had to ring my mum and dad. Mm. To tell them it had been an accident. Wow. I had to ring my sister in law's, because by this time my other brother had come to work with us. Yeah. He didn't come initially, mm -hmm. he'd come later on. Right. And tell them it had been an accident. You know, it, it, like I say, that drive seemed to take forever. And as, as I got there, I mean, I don't know if you know Great Yarmouth at all, it's quite, quite a trek from here. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have been a couple <laughs> of times, have I have. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as you come in at Great Arms, it's like this bridge and a little brow of a hill and mm. I come in there, it's dusk at this point uh, and as I pulled over the sky was blue with emergency services. Oh really? And I pulled down and I don't know, it's just, it's just people everywhere. You know, I remember driving in, parking my van up. The director's the main contractor come straight over to me. But I wanted to speak to the police. I wanted to get down there. I wanted to see them. Yeah. You know, no one would let me anywhere near. For what felt like an awful long period of time. Yeah, I bet. And I, I was getting quite hot headed by this time because obviously I wanted to see exactly what happened. Or yeah. Want to speak to them boys. And when they finally did come and see me, you know, it was something that changed my life forever. You know, to say that. Four lads that were working for us were never coming home again. Was it was an incredibly difficult thing to take. Wow. You know, especially as two of that, two of them were very good friends. Yeah. And obviously to lose both of my brothers yeah. was, was an incredibly tough time. Jeez, man. Um, you know, it, it was it was incredibly tough. I can't I can't begin to tell you. It, that feeling, how I felt that day. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm speaking, you sort of blaze over these things, but it's where it's not, you know, you, you doing things like this, you can sort of remember and think about other things that happened that day and actually how you did feel. Yeah. Yeah, you got back there, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. you know, I'm back, I go, whenever I talk about it, it's, it's all visions in here. Yeah. You know, that's what people don't see when I'm speaking. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They, they don't see what's going on in my head. Yeah. You know, and the visions that I have. Um, it's almost impossible to articulate that if you've never been in that position. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It you really is. You can see it. You can yeah. see it on your face. The, you, you, you're living it. it it's, it's incredibly... I know I do it, for, not just for the only thing I do for a living, but I do speak about it really. But it, I do relive it every time I speak, yeah. I relive it. Yeah. This is why, you know, it's limited how many times I'll do it a month and how many times I'll do it per day for company because it is, yeah. it is it, I do find it difficult. Yeah, and I find it embarrassing, really. It absolutely shatters me. Um, you know, I could go, I used to be able to go to work on like 150 square metres of block pavement a day or, or whatever, yeah. a load of drugs. And that didn't tie me out as much as this does, you know. But Mental strain is a, 
is a massive, massively underestimated. Yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. Yeah. People have no idea. You know, it is, it is a big, big thing, mental strain. Yeah. And I think I have more respect for office workers now yeah. than what I used to at that time. So yeah. I just thought, sorry if you tucked up in your little offices and all <laughs> that, but I sort of have a bit more respect for them now. Yeah. Um, and really, that is, the, you know, that's the start of my story. Seeing the fallout and everything of my family and stuff like that, and there's a ripple effect there, isn't there? Yeah, and a lot of people talk about this ripple effect. Yeah, but they've got no idea how far that that goes out to. Really, you know, it, it goes out massively. Mm. You know, it's, it's even like interest. I'm a massive interest fan. Yeah, right. Yeah. Massive interest fan, and all my family. Yeah. And um, they they invited the invited me and my family into the club mm. and treated us to a day in the director's box and everything. They were fantastic with us actually. And I got to go out on the pitch and stuff. Oh, wow. And as I come out of the ground, this guy come up to me, and he could remember. I've never seen him in my life, mm. and he could remember exactly where he was, what time it was everything about hearing about the accident and he had no connection with us really? and he says and it still affects him now hearing that mm. you know and this was someone i had enough you know my family they he had no connection yeah. through friends or anything and that's you know no one really realizes how far that ripple goes yeah so I, like the guys in yarmouth i I've done a talk recently locally to me for um a renewable company in Lowestoft and a lot of them lads mm. were working in Yarmouth that day. Right. And they were talking about how it had an effect on the town. And, yeah. You know, and I, you never think of that. No, no. You know, the people who were working there, who saw it, you know, in a way I'm pleased I was never allowed down there. Yeah. Because I think that them guys who did see it, you know, and I've never spoke to those, but they... Um, the, the visions they must have in their head must be yeah. awful. Yeah. It's stuff yeah. you never shake. Yeah. I can... I can understand that. Um, seeing it is, is totally different to imagining it. Yeah. Like seeing it physically is a totally different mental struggle, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, so, like you say, that, that ripple effect for their family and so on and so on. Yeah, because it, I guarantee it's had an effect on their lives. I guarantee it. 100%. Um, and that's what people don't think about. Yeah. You know, and he, even with regards to like me and Goody, you know, Goody's like a lifelong friend of not just me, my brothers, our yeah. families, you know, we were, and his brother, we all, you know, we all grew up together. Yeah. Because it was, because the business was me, Goody, and my brother Dan. Tom yeah. didn't want a part of it. Right. Um, he just come to work with us. And people always focused on me yeah because the people who, what about Goody you know mm. my brother was best man at Goody's wedding you know he lost his best mate he, he, he lost loads and, and I think people focused on me a little bit and some people give in the village give Goody a bit of a rough ride really yeah they did because Goody's a bit he, he don't speak as well uh, he, he's just different but he, you know the amount of stuff he done for me to to shield me from certain things that were going on yeah especially legally and that you know he, he, yeah i'll never forgive forget that and and some people did give him a little bit of a rough ride locally and it's very it was, it was very unjust yeah it's just he's different to me i've always been quite out there you know i'm happy to go and speak to the families and stuff like that but yeah and goody goody's not really that sort of person and Everybody's different. Isn't yeah, they, yeah they are. And the trouble is when these things happen, everyone's going to have their own opinion. No doubt locally there's people who have opinion about me speaking about it. Really? But yeah, I would say so. A lot of them, you know, there's an awful... No one ever says anything to me. And I don't actually live around there now. Mm. I've, I've moved, but... Which was incredible. That's another thing we'll, we'll probably get to later. But, yeah. Um... It's, it's, it's incredibly difficult when yeah. things like this happen. 
and people's opinions and how you're doing it and there's no right way of grieving. Yeah. And that, that grieving process, it, it, it's unreal. You know, if anyone would say to me, I thought, you know, how long it would take me to sort of start accepting it. How long ago was it? Well, the, the, the accident again. 2011. So, what, 13 years now? Yeah. And how long did it take you to start accepting it? 10 years. Wow. I, I, felt, I felt like I accepted it 10 years. I'd been, when I first started speaking, I still really, if, you, if people saw me speak when I first started speaking compared to now, I think they'd see a massive difference in me. Yeah. Um, and I think I found that acceptance. And once I found an acceptance, yeah. I started getting better in myself. Mm. Um, you know, I've hurt a lot of people on, over, on the way to that. Yeah. Um, which, which I feel sh shocking about. But it, it did always certainly take me 10 years wow. to get to that point of acceptance. I mean... That is obviously a long, a long time. But maybe looking back, you know, was it with what you what you actually went through? Probably I, I probably didn't deal with it in the best way, though. Yeah. There's a guy in my village. I still call it my village. It's where I'm from. You know, yeah. That's my own. There's a who tragically lost his wife to bowel cancer, mm. and, and he's been absolutely amazing. You know what he's done, bringing up two young children. Yeah. Um, what he's done for charity and how way he's conducted himself. You know, I wish that I'd have been more like that, but unfortunately I went a different route altogether of of trying to mask it out by making out I was having loads of fun but drinking and doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Um, Coping mechanisms. Well, it's, it's, it's not, it's oblivion. You know, I liked oblivion because yeah. it didn't it stopped me feeling the way I did. Just trying to numb For yourself. For a few hours. Yeah. You know, numb yourself. And I'd just go out, I'd drink everything I could. Really? Yeah, anything, honestly. I'm, I'm not just saying. I'd get as much stuff into me as I could. Wow. Uh, and I wanted oblivion because that, that stopped me feeling the way I was. But like you say, for a few for Just few for a few hours. But then obviously when, you know, the next day or two days after, especially with the gear and that, you know, yeah. it, fuck, it hit me like a brick wall and then... Mm. It sent me sideways, you know, and I, I couldn't, I just couldn't get to grips of it. Whereas he's thrown himself into going running and, and positive things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that. I, I was just, I was always looking for an excuse to go out and get smashed just so I could stop feeling the way I was. Yeah, I suppose it's... It's the same but different. It's you, you're dealing with with a trauma of some kind, both of you, but in totally different circumstances. Yeah, I, know, but I suppose I, I I had a massive amount of guilt. Yeah. Um, especially the first three years before the inquest. Yeah. You know, I I, I because it, I I took that job on. Um, I put them boys in there. You know, and that's something I have to live with. Yeah. Um, and the first three years, I hated myself for it. I absolutely hated myself. Mm. Um, after the inquest, because it took three years just to get to an inquest. Yeah, it was quite a while. It, that's, it took six and a half years to get the call. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but again, we'll probably get into that yeah. later on. But, you know, the, the, once you've been to the inquest, you realise there's an awful lot of other people who've got a part to play. Mm. You know, so it, it quells it a bit, but, you know, when you have to, you know, look in your mum's eye and stuff like that, mm. it's incredibly difficult. Mm. You know, because it almost felt like... Because I probably pushed to have the business. Mm. I almost felt like my... my um, you know, push into one of them. But then them boys, you know, we, we just wanted to make our family's lives better. Yeah. You know, that's what we were trying to do. And, but unfortunately, it cost four people their life. Yeah. Trying to do so. 
which was obviously never the aim, you know, I'd, I'd never want to hurt, hurt anybody. No, of course not. I wanted to be successful. Yeah. And I wanted to grow, I had a vision of where I wanted the business. I keep saying, oh, it's not for, we had a vision of where we wanted the business. Yeah. You know, when we were getting there, um, it was getting a little harder because we were going into recession, but we were all right, you know, and mm. it did, it, yeah. Yeah, but why did you, why did you feel the guilt? Because I put them boys in that position. You know, I sort of, I took a job on a little bit out of our natural comfort zone. Okay. Um, well, not a little bit, I took a job out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know, I looked at it for that's just a bigger cage and we normally do, we can do that. Yeah. Um, and I took the job on, you know, we had to do two. The first cage we could prefab and lift in by crane, which we done. Okay. Um, but this one, this one where the boys um, were, was... 22 metres by 11 and 2 metres deep. Right. So it had to be tied in situ. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's really difficult. It's really, I, I'm obviously hearing this for the first time. It's hard to, to sort of put into words what what must have been going through your mind about... Because that, that decision, in essence, could have been one of one of the greatest that you'd ever done it could have gone a totally other direction and might have put your business into stratospheric you know mm -hmm. and then you've you got what, what everything you ever wanted making your family's lives better and obviously it went another direction but it was still based on that same decision yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the trouble with everything we do in our work lives mm. we're, we're always so close to something going wrong you know and some decisions are good and some decisions are bad and unfortunately that one ended incredibly bad. Yeah. You know, and I do, you you have to live with that, you know. And There's not a day where I don't go, where it goes by that I don't think of them lads. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, a lot of people say it and, but I, I can honestly tell you now, I honestly, there isn't a day. Yeah. You know, and what people don't see is all the dreams I have. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in here that nobody knows about. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. Mm. And little things trigger it, and then it sends me, can send me a bit sideways, but, you know, thankfully now I've got a little bit better at yeah. dealing with things. But, yeah. Um, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. It's good to hear. But it took me a long time to find that. Um, and actually getting out of Stanton has been a massive catalyst for me to, to find it. Yeah. Um, getting out of my home village, having a fresh start, you know. Me and my wife split up. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I was horrible. I, I didn't turn into a nice person. Mm. Um, you know, she... You know, she didn't really do anything wrong. She didn't deserve it, you know. But I turned into somebody... I totally changed as a person. Well, you're going to... You know, like, there's nothing... Like, you know, I didn't even realise it at the time. It's only when I can look back now and I even see yeah. where you'd actually gone to. Uh, and, you know, it's like I say, I hurt a lot of people on the way through. Uh, me getting better. Yeah. But, you know, she, but we, we get on fine. That's good. Now, you know, the kids are all good. She's got a new partner and is happy and the kids really like him, which is great. And, good. you know, I've got a great partner uh, and who who is who has been massively, a, a massive part of me. Well, that's about. good. That's good. Yeah, a massive part of me. That's really And massive part of where I am now with everything. Yeah, and, you know, long may that continue. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it will. And I think... I've I've done a few of these with the P2BS crew, and um, an overriding message that I tend to find is that you are speaking to others and sharing the story um, to hopefully push the message of awareness to, for this sort of thing to not happen again. But along that journey, the sort of self 
you know, consulting themselves and they see a formidable change in themselves just by talking and, and getting it out there. Have you have you found that, well, that with that's, yourself? That's what changed my life. Really? That did change my life. It took a little while to kick in fully, but yeah. um, falling into doing this mm. changed my life. Falling into speaking changed my life. Really? Because it gave me a place, you know, I, I, I wouldn't go and get help. Mm-hmm. I was too stubborn, you know. I'm not sitting on someone's couch talking to someone, you know. I, I'm not weak. Yeah. I'm strong, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, however I wasn't. You know, I, I, I thought I was strong, you know, but I ended up having a massive breakdown after, you know. I bet. After everything, there's a lot of stuff that we haven't even, you know, even, even come from my talk, but yeah. um, I ended up having a big breakdown in the end. Yeah. Through, through trying to be too tough and not mm-hmm. getting help. Uh, and then I met Jason, Abby, and Sean. Yeah. Jason came down to meet me, and we got he got me in and doing the speaking. I'd already done one or two. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do that. Um, and this this gave me a platform to to be honest, quite simply take my head for a shit. Yeah. And get rid of all the crap that was going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. And once I started to get rid of the crap that was going on. I could start seeing my drive, my love, my passion, my, you know, I could start getting all this back. Yeah. And once I got all that back, I got my love for my work back because, you know, I love construction. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and while I didn't have my love for my work, there was a massive part of my personality missing. Yeah, your identity almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really weird because my whole story links up and mm. like some people might think it's fucking made something up, but I haven't. <laughs> I, you know, my old boss... It was obviously spoke about today. Yeah, uh, Gary Rose. You know, I mean, he probably never knows what he'll have, what of an impact he had on my life. I, I looked up to him massively when I was young. Yeah, um, I took a lot of his traits on some good, some bad. <laughs> and if he ever listened to this, he, he would laugh with that. Yeah, but um, you know, him, him making a call to me to get me to go down onto this other this side. He mm. wanted me to come and work with him. Uh, and said to me, you know, I want you to help run the site. And it was a big groundwork package. And uh, and I just loved it. Yeah. I'd started doing this. I was starting to clear me air. And him giving me that, him showing that faith, that trust and that belief in me. Yeah. Because a lot of the time people, I think people are a bit wary about having me about because of what I was at that period yeah. of time. Yeah. And I, I just got my love back. I got my buzz back. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everything started to click into place. It's amazing, isn't it, how uh, negativity often feeds negativity and vice versa. Yeah. So once you start to feel those positive yeah, things... Yeah, 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 you can feed off it. Catalyst. It, it, it is a massive catalyst, yeah. you know. And I think it's another thing that I that has helped me get better is because, obviously, there's always negativity around living at home. Yeah. You know, I, I'd walk down the road and there's memorial. It's not negative, it's lovely. Yeah. But there's memorial for my brothers, you know, their, their graves are there, you know, all these. It triggers you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It triggers me bad. And, um, and getting away from that. And Lu- Lucy is massively positive. Yeah. Like, unbelievably positive. And yeah, it's, it's really, it's really helped me to start. Yeah you know, getting where I want to be again, you know, I've started to rebuild, a, well, I've got a relatively touch with successful business at the minute. That's good. I've got, I opened up a groundwork business again. Oh, nice, good. Um, I was up to 26 lads, we come down a couple. Yeah. Um, bought, bought a digger the other day, you know, nice. and I'm starting to build that business. Good. That good. I'd always wanted. Um, you know, the only shame is that I'll never ever get to do it with the people yeah. that I would love to do it with. But Goody's back working with me, which I love. Oh, that's a that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really nice. He, yeah. he went off and ran sites and that for some of the big guys for a while. Yeah. Um, he, he's come back and he drives the machine for me, mm. uh, which I love, you know, having him back involved. You know, his dad still lets me have a yard up the farm. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Community. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, um, you know, hopefully as long as things keep going all right, we, we, you know, things are doing all right at the minute. That's good. Um, 
So we'll uh, we'll look we'll look back to sort of the future and what what that looks like for you. But yeah, um, yeah I think I think it's sort of important to to look at like you, you touched on it a little bit with the proceedings after and the, yeah 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 you know obviously it took a long time to get yeah, yeah. to get to where it you know the inquest and, and things and yeah I suppose obviously after that you started to look at ways to to build again so just yeah talk talk me through sort so of what, what happened you know right so three years to inquest six and a half years to court mm. um, which is an incredibly long time me and Goody went our own ways um, I think he just didn't I, I, yeah we went our own way anyway yeah he went off and done his thing I went and done my thing and you know we it felt like forever getting to court mm. the court process is incredibly difficult because you don't realise how much is playing on your mind until it's all over yeah um, we we got released as Matthew Hazelwood and Neil Goodrum as, as single entities very early in the proceedings so probably right. six months in Okay. but as a business we only got released probably about six months before it went to court really um because the prosecution's in the public's interest. Yeah. And they felt we'd suffered enough. Right, OK. Um, so they dropped the proceedings against us, even though we had things we should have been in their answer for. Yeah. Um, but they proceeded. Uh, what people don't see is the timescales of those prosecutions. Yeah. You know, six and a half years, a long period of time. A long, long time to deal with that. So, so my oldest son was nine when it happened. Mm. You know, and a week before his GCSEs is when it all went on back on the TV, radio, newspaper, you know, so... Wow. People have no idea, and you just... My mum moved out of what a class at our village. Yeah. Um, to start a, start in another village, and, you know, you just start to see your mum smiling and that again, and... Yeah. And she's thrown back to square one. It brings it all back up again, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. For everyone, my dad, you know, my sister-in-laws, my nephews... Mm. Because they were all old enough to know about it then, you know. When it, when the accident happened, my nephews were two and six months old. Yeah. My daughter was three. Mm. My other son wasn't even born. Right. And then Jaden was nine. So, but then all the younger kids then have a recollection of it all now. Yeah. Through, through being in the TV, radio, newspaper. Mm. It is it's incredibly... And then time scales are incredibly difficult. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's normal, is it? I mean, well, you you've got the one where um, the, the demolition guys passed, um, which is still ongoing. I think they've hit seven years. Have they? But it's just, the the whole system's flawed. But I used to be so angry about it all. Yeah. But then, but I got on very well with my HSE investigator, a guy called John Elvin, who. A fantastic guy. He got very close to my family. Oh, nice. He, he, he was so supportive. That's good. Because, you know, they're very often seen as the enemy. They are, yeah. They um, get a bad right And, to be honest, I, I was very much against them. I found them to be the most inept orga organisation I'd ever dealt with. Yeah. You know, they missed time scale after time scale, mm. time um, set dates after set date after set date mm. that we were supposed to have answers by and I looked at it from my point of view if I was a contractor I'd be chucked off a job if I came missing you would yeah yeah absolutely um, you have to make things happen and they weren't making it happen but once it's over and you can talk candidly you know you realise how stretched these people are yeah you know and I think there was four inspectors for the whole of Suffolk Norfolk really? Essex Cambridgeshire bloody hell it's a big area of it's a massive area big area of land you know, and you real you, you don't realise that they're covering everything from a house extension to the A14. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you know, a massive project on the A14. So it's then when it gets put into perspective, you sort of you, your views dampen a little bit. You can sympathise a little bit, can't yeah, you? you can. Yeah, you yeah. can. With with the pressures that they're under. I mean, John came out of the HSC after our investigation because he he right. found it found it so upsetting. Yeah. And I haven't seen him for... We used to meet up. I haven't seen him for a couple of years, and actually I should do that. There you but, go. It's prompted uh, you. Yeah, it has prompted. But, you know... So I, I'm not angry about that anymore. Mm. Um, and actually, anger's a wasted um, emotion. 
but it's, it's all the time scales, you know, and it's what it does to the people. That's yeah. the, if you're involved legally, like day, I still get on well with the with the director, one of the directors, the main contractor. Yeah. Um, whom they wanted to go for big time for mm. corporate manslaughter. Really. You know, and he, he got took to court and he got um, suspended sentence. Right. Big fine. Um, but he was told he was going to prison. Really? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, went to court, not just any court, the old Bailey in London. Really? So yeah, I mean, that's right. a crazy... I wasn't going to go mm. um, because we'd been released. But the night before, Dave's daughter messaged my son saying, um, I'm getting messages saying my dad's a murderer. And he oh. wasn't a murderer. He made no. some bad decisions. Yeah. But he has to live with those decisions. He does. You know, and he's not a bad man. No. In fact, still to this day, he's probably the the best guy I've ever worked with in construction for mm. knowledge. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm not just saying that. I, I mean that. Yeah. You know, it's very... It wasn't fair for him, so... And around that time, there was terrorism in London, so the only people allowed in the courtroom were mm. family members. Right. So I made a decision I was going to go, even though I didn't want to go, I was mm. going to go. A lot of the other families involved, and like my brother's partner was going every day yeah. to the court. Um, but I decided I'd go for the sentencing because I didn't want Dave's missus yeah. sat on her own when Dave got sentenced. That's a nice thing to do. Yeah. It upset people, though. Mm. It upset the other families, and, and yeah. Um, but I'd make, if, if I had to make that decision again, I'd do the same do decision. The same yeah, I would. Yeah, good. I would. I, I don't regret that decision. I, do, I don't want to upset the other family. Yeah. You know, because they're a big stable family. They, they, and the last, I, I'd caused them enough upset. I, if I upset them, and I, I'm sincerely apologise, but I'd done it for for what I deemed the right reason. Yeah. And, you know, I sat there with Dave and his wife and he was told he was going to prison. Yeah. Where he'd be sent, how long for, how long till he'd see his family. Wow. You know, and I saw what that done to him. It's going to break you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you know, I saw what it done to him and, that day was incredibly tough to start with. Mm. But um, it turned out my mum had sent a letter to the court um, saying that she didn't want another family's life ruined by the... Yeah. Uh, and that that helped change it from custodial to uh, suspended. Right. Um, which kept Dave out of prison. And, yeah... But even that's really harrowing, that your whole yeah. experience. You're not not just at a local magistrate or a local crown. It's a big you're, deal. You're at the old Bailey in London. Yeah, it's a big deal. You know, just dealing with like my solicitors and my mm. barrister and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's just a couple of, you know, when, we, when me and Goody first went down to Temple in London to like the home of barristers, we were like, fucking hell. Mm. You know, it was very overpowering. Over, um, yeah. Because you don't think you're ever going to have to deal with it. You yeah, know, exactly. it's see posh plays. Yeah. But then we, we, we actually, when we went there, they, they said, um, they told us that they'd set the venue for the inquest. Mm. They said it's going to be at Norwich City Football Club. <laughs> to which I, I just turned around and said, it's no fucking way we're having it there. <laughs> no, I, I ain't going to that shit hole, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, that, sort of, that comes out of my talk. But yeah. That sort of... Sometimes quite like, for me when I'm doing my talk, like, yeah. it's quite nice to be able to lift the mood a little bit yeah. by, by telling that story. But it's totally true. Yeah, I mean, we've got it changed, but you know <laughs> that whole that whole procedures and the the prosecution when you go into the the court into the police station and initially yeah to get interviewed, you know, it's harrowing. You're under the you're under the camera. It's a whole yeah. other aspect to it. Well, it is you. you you know, when, you, when you're there, it's about 14 days, two weeks, something like that after the accident. Right. So it's not a lot of time elapsed. Yeah, yeah. So your head's screwed anyway. Of course it is. And you go in there and you sat there with the inspector and the, uh, and the HSC guy and it's like, you know. Yeah. 
It's a lot of pressure, that, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. You know, and I, I beat myself up for snapping at the time as well before I was being weak, but when I look back now, you know, I, I didn't quite realise how much, mm. how much, you know, I actually, not just me, everyone yeah. in that area, everyone who was around me went through. Yeah. You know, it, it was freaking awful few years. Oh, yeah, that's an understatement, I think. Yeah, it was awful. It was, honestly, it was, you know, and like I say, I did upset a lot of people, you know, and I, I you know, I sincerely apologise for doing that. that. That isn't me. Yeah, you were a different person by the sounds of things. Yeah, I was a different, I, I think also, I think now I've found acceptance is, is, as a person I've calmed down a lot. I think, yeah. I think most people would say that now. Mm -hmm. um, I've calmed down a lot and, and it, it's a better, I'm better for it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm it's, a lot ha I'm happier. Yeah, well you can, you can, you know, see, obviously you live the story, you, you really do live it every moment, but you can still see where you are now, that you're happy, you know, and you've got, Real joy behind the eyes when you talk about that side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's important. No matter what somebody goes through, you, there is ways of, absolutely, however long. It no, takes. no, absolutely. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Like I say, going the route I did, yeah, isn't the right route. Well, is there a right or wrong? You know. Yeah, well, I think there is. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. I definitely think that. I think throwing yourself into partying and being Jack the Lad and you, you know you've got to do some of that mm -hmm. but the way I was and the way I was after I'd done that um, it, it didn't help me what would you have done differently looking back I'd have thrown myself into something more positive okay yeah, I would have thrown myself into some... I, I tried to run a business, but my head weren't right for that. Yeah. But I should have done something... And I tried to throw myself into running the football team, and that, but that weren't right for me neither. Do you trying to find things? I should, uh, subconsciously. But then the football also then gave me a route to having a few drinks, didn't it? Culture, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, running the local team and then... It, it was a culture to be able to go and have some beers and, and yeah and yeah so that that didn't help no you know I, I'll revert that guy again and him doing the running and using something positive like that yeah to drive him rather than what I used um, because I, I was an idiot around the football pitch nearly every weekend mm. that wasn't healthy for me yeah so that would be your message because inevitably there's going to be people listening to this now yeah. that might have, that might just be going through those first few years. Yeah, well, like, you know, it's find something positive. Mm. Thank you, well, I still like a drink now. Yeah. Well, in fact, I love a drink, but I, I drink for the right reasons. The intention's different. Yes, it is. It's, it's, I, I want, I drink because I want enjoyment. I don't want, yeah. I don't actually want oblivion anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm steadily coming. It's not an overnight process, but yeah. I'm steadily coming through the other side and being a happier person, having a good relationship, and yeah. And generally, life is very, very good for me now. That's good to very hear. Very good. That is good. You to know, hear. I'm very, very lucky. Um, but I think that's one of the big things: is find something positive and not what's at the bottom of a glass or in the bottom of a packet. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I heard a saying once, I can't remember who, um, I'll have to find it and credit it in the notes, but um, they said that they, they got over uh, drinking into oblivion, like you yeah. put it, um, and now they just purely drink to make enjoyable things more enjoyable. Yes. Instead of making sad things disappear. Yeah, no, that's right. And it's, it's exact, sort of no, what you're saying, it's isn't it? It's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I drink for enjoyment. Yeah. 
and it's and that's that's great because you know that's sort of you know what it's there for. I don't want to harp on it too much, but you know it's it's good that you're in that position that you can drink with intention and and whatever it is with intention for the right reasons. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm looking back, so no, that that's that's really good to see. So where so you where you're at now then, and and what what, what does the future sort of look like for you? Well, I say we, we got I've got a nice touch with a decent business. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of work lined up. We, we're getting through, you know, the order book for next year is good. Good. Um, so, you know, the business is good. Mm. I love the speaking. Yeah. Um, and that's incredibly busy, uh, January and February. That's good. It's now getting into March, but that always happens. You get two months ahead and then, yeah. then the next lot of bookings come in. And overly, you know, I've got a very good life. Like I say, I've got a great partner. has got... Mm. My kids are good. My yeah. mum's good. Lucy's got great kids. Um, I'm looking forward to spending Christmas all together. Yeah, that's the way. We just we just renovated. Finished now. Getting close to finishing a few bits on the house. Amazing. The house. Um, my son lives in my house. Yeah. Um, he, he's yeah. He's got a kid on the way, so I'm gonna oh, be a nice. granddad. A little younger than I'd hope for, but <laughs> you know, forty-five. But yeah. there we go. You know, that would be great for you yeah. know. I, I would love him or her unconditionally, and I'll do everything I can of course. to help him. You know, yeah. so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to having a load more holidays. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, but I, I love running the business. Yeah. You know. I financially I probably could just do get away with doing the talks but yeah. I, I need it because it keeps this straight yeah, I need exactly, that yeah. I need that drive I need that passion um, it's a purpose we're trying to push it? it forward yeah we're trying to push it forward all the time yeah you know and I've, I've still got lads work for one of the lads in particular who's lived all this with me oh really he's working with me at the time yeah he now him and another lad now really run the business mm-hmm. on the day to day yeah and I, I sort of try and oversee the money side and Big do the stuff. pricing and trying to move it forward by the diggers. And yeah. We're now, we're now turning all our health and safety digital so we've got oh, everything nice. available on an app. Okay. Um, because we want progression. Also, I want to be ahead of the curve of other groundwork companies. Yeah. You know, we're only small. We're about 20, you know, we turn over probably about 1.4 million, something around that mark. Yeah, so we're a small business. Still um, decent, though. Yeah, but we, you know, we're trying to be ahead of the curve. Like mm. me working in this area obviously gives me a head start on that. Yeah. But um, I met a guy. Who, I looked into the apps and met a guy called Ollie, and we've been working together. And early next year we'll be so all the trainer matrices are on there, oh, all wow. your method statements, your risk assessments, yeah. and they can be done where they should be done. Yeah, that, that's, that's they're the not point. being done in an office. Yeah. The boys can look at the boys can get the app up yeah. on the on the tablets. Yeah. And the method statement can be written mm. out on site, the risk assessment can be written out on site where the work's taking place. Yeah. Rather than going just ticking a load of boxes and mm. you know, so I, I'm I am i am very excited about that. Yeah, that's really good. You know, I am really excited yeah. about that. Like, it's a big it. it's a big thing for us, I think. Yeah. Um you know, and it's costing a few bob, but yeah, I think I think it will make the business better. Can I ask a question related to that? Do you think you would have had the passion to create something like that without what you went through? Because to me, that sounds like you're wanting to really push safety as oh, this because is, of that. I know, I know, I know. Everyone says safety is the number one, but it really, if you look, I think I sent a message to the lads today. I'll show you. Yeah. First thing this morning, and we've got a work group that. Yeah. There's bloody loads of messages on there. Some I won't show you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially from Goody. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I need to meet this guy. Well, but big week, uh, big, week, big last week, lads, got a um, lot to do, and then we can have a break. Please make sure nobody takes any risks, work safely, be aware of dealers working, and have a good week. And then I'll just put them away till Wednesday. But make sure you're working safe. And that. That is such a breath of fresh air uh, within the industry. It really, really is that. Because you, you don't usually get that. Not from the right areas anyway. Sometimes it's a bit hearsay. But to, as a worker, hearing that from the top gives, takes the pressure off to be able to just be safe. Well, I, I, you know, I'm, I really 
like to think if I any any of my lads come in sat here on this and yeah. they would say that I promote the right culture. It's all about culture. Yeah, of course. It's all about culture. It is. And if it's driven, like we're small, so if it's driven by me, yeah, it's always got to come from the drivers. It, it, I don't like to think of myself at the top because I still like to think of myself as one of them. But yeah, you know, in every business, it has to be driven down. Well, you're you're. You're a leader. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between an, an, an owner that cracks the whips and being a leader. There's a massive difference. Yes, there is. And that shines through. And um, a saying that I absolutely love, and I think this applies to you, probably no end. Um, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. No, that's right. And that is the you all over, really, by yeah, from what I hear. I hope so. You know, I hope yeah. I do that. You know, for me as well, I. One of the things I, t I really try and make sure them lads have, you know, nothing makes me happier when the lads come up and we go, oh, we're going on a two-week holiday to Mexico or yeah. we're, going, we're going wherever it is or whatever they like doing. Some yeah. of them like the banger racing and going away for a weekend. <laughs> you know, some of them want to go to Barbados, yeah. you know. But it makes me feel happy. I bet. Hearing that... They can earn enough money working with me mm. to go and have those things in life. Satisfying for you, and it? Yeah, it is satisfying. I try and make sure that they, you know, they're not so bad now. But I, I try when they were. I, I tried to always make sure I, I was in a position to lend them money if they need it. Yeah. Um, whatever I could do to send them to work in the best, so they could give the best um, version of themselves. I agree. Because if they're doing the given and they're happy in their workplace, yeah. I'm going to get better results. Uh, better results, decisions are better. Yeah. Head's clear. You know, I always, I, again, I go, I do a lot of lockout training. Yeah. And building awareness, culture, behaviours, and that's the biggest part of my, yes, my, yeah, yeah. my delivery every single time. Um, and, I, you know, people always say, oh, you know, I make a bad decision. I sleep on sofa, and then I come in and make a bad decision. Or I've yeah. got financial worries, and I'll make a bad decision. And I, it started to realise that it's everything else outside of work that can influence. Yeah, no, it is. It really does. And, that, and that's, you know, you've really hit a big, big area of, especially at the minute, a lot of people haven't got mm. probably the money they had in COVID. Yes, true. You know, we we all done very well in COVID and yeah. we, we, most of us done, you know, had a, had a nice time, apart from obviously COVID itself. Yeah, yeah. Take that away, but... That's sweet. Yeah, um... And it's just really it is a bit tougher out there, and work is going to be a little tougher next year, I think. But mm -hmm. you know, but that is a thing for me is making sure them boys. Yeah. And I, I really try to do that, and I'd like to think that they would. Yeah. They they would sit here and say that you know we went out for our works do, and it's it's always a good sign when you go out for your works do, and they're in a punch up. Yeah, so exactly. That's always, always a good sign. If everybody everyone was dancing <laughs> together and peeing about. <laughs> And they weren't a punch-up. Exactly. So that's always a sign of a group of lads who ain't getting on too bad. If nothing else, you can take away from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all co we come away with all our eyes <laughs> white, no blacks. Exactly. Black all the teeth and... Uh, yeah, all the all teeth, everything, all, everything was in position. <laughs> exactly. So. Good. Yeah, so <laughs> it is, you know... And I do generally love it. Uh, yeah. You know, my son works for me. Oh, that's me. Yeah, I hate saying for me, he works with me. Yeah. He actually works in the gang with Goody. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just lovely. Yeah. You know, them two get on very well. Yeah. Um, and also, Goody will pull him into line when he needs yeah. to. So good. That'd be good to have him on. I mean, I'm, like I said, you know, this is all about the, the conversation. I, I've, I've tried, tried to get Goody to come and do some bits with is me, it? but he's got no interest. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'd love for I, I, I think it would be great for him to do. Maybe in time. I think it would be good for him. As a person to do. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, yeah. I really do. I think there's a lot of things that me and him have never sat down and spoke about. It yeah. Never. Yeah. Um, Is that something you'd maybe like to do? I think I find it incredibly difficult to do. Yeah. Even though I go around and talk about it to, you know, however many people a year now. I think it would be incredibly difficult to sit down and talk with Goody about it. Yeah. yeah. Same as it is with my family. Mm. Close, closer, isn't it? Yeah, and I think, I think that's another reason why Lucy can help so much because mm. she wasn't about at that time. She was sat away from it, yeah. Yeah, she, she yeah. was no part of it, you know. I think that's why, you know, I really do believe, mm. you, you know, there's part... 
I mean, she's great in every way, but that, you know, she helps me yeah. so much with that purely because she wasn't there. And she's got, you know, we, me and Lucy got an awful lot in common. Yeah. Um, an awful lot. And we, we, we help each other, I think. That's good. Yeah. That's important. It's part, important to have. Yeah, it is. No, she's been great. You know, yeah. you know I'm very lucky. Well, you're a good man, so, you know. From my point of view, just as we start to sort of wrap up there a little bit, um, I, can, I can see this story takes its toll on you every time you, you deliver it. Um, and I, 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 being the story that it is, I would I would love from a personal point of view to, to see that con continue, if that is your future plan and... I just hope that it it helps you longer term um, having these conversations, and I, I can see that it potentially is already, um, and the way that you deliver it might be like a you know a third party thing that you that you tell, because um, I can see you reliving it, and, and it's obviously there's a lot of lot of feelings still there. So I can't I can't thank you enough for coming today for a start, but delivering it in the way that you have. Um, I mean it, it it's. It's a harrowing story, um, and for you to sit there and deliver it over and over and over again, I think is is testament to you as a as a human. Um, so thank you, genuinely. No problem. Genuinely. You got to remember, it is still my therapy. <laughs> Very true. It um, is still my therapy. Yeah. Um, well, had I not, there's, there's certain things that we haven't. I I mm. don't speak about. Yeah. Um, had I not. Mm fell into doing this and meeting mm. Jason Abbey and Sean and, and getting right into this you know I, I honestly you know if Jason when Jace first come to meet me yeah. he would tell you that I, I was not in a good I was not in good shape yeah um, to finding this you know this changed my life yeah you know, that's really it good. Was, yeah, it did. Really yeah. good to hear. It really changed. And it, it, it continues to be my therapy. 1% better every day, right? Yeah. And eventually we'll we'll get there. But hopefully you can look look back on, on your on your brothers with fond memories. I'm sure you do. Yeah, well, I, I can now, but that's another yeah. thing. I, for, for a lot of years, it was so clouded. I couldn't remember yeah. any of the good times. But now now I can because my head's, head's clear, so much yeah. clearer. It's weird. Very weird. Well, we've like you say in your in your terms, you've taken your mind for a shit or your brain for a shit, yeah. and now you can see and look yeah, back yeah, and be yeah. and be grateful for the times that you did have yeah. and, and for what you built. And yeah. um, you know, like I say, a long way to continue. And I, I'm glad I can be a very small part of that well, that journey for you. Me. I really enjoy no, it. Likewise, I've got three questions we ask everyone. So go on in. So here we go. So if you have one, I'm sure you do. Uh, what is your life motto? Don't let anybody any situation or any period of your life beat you. Right, Resilience right. is the greatest gift. I love that. Resilience is the greatest gift. Wow, that can go on the table. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. In fact, that's, that's the best thing. I, my kids are resilient. Yeah. Um, and I, I think if, if there's one thing I can give my children yeah. is to be resilient. Amazing. I love that. Uh, second up, what book? I ain't a book right or, or podcast. Podcast. That you the safety to? shed. Would you? <laughs> you thank you very much. Here to see heroes. <laughs> um, um, would you recommend to to us listeners? It could be anything. You know, anything you enjoy. Well, if I don't say it, Jace is going to kill me. So <laughs> I'll say paralysis to success. Paralysis I, I'm not, I don't really. That's I, his book, right? That's Jace's book. Yeah. Um, I, I'm be honest. I, I did. I don't read books. I don't. Uh, I can't sit down long enough. Plus, also, if I start reading, I go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you get a few pages in. And yeah. Get, yeah, exactly. So I don't really read. But so podcast then. What would you? What would you say? Have you listened to one that you enjoy or? Not to do with health and safety. So just I love anything. Things like my boxing. So I like, like Steve Bunts and things like that. Okay. I love my boxing. Yeah. Um, I love my football. Yeah. Um, but I don't really like the football podcasts. No. Um, but I love listening to like Steve Bunce and Steve stuff Bunce yeah, and Steve, he does yeah. on the books yeah, so yeah. I love that yeah yeah nice nice uh, and then finally um, HSC driven what message would you have to empower change for the industry it's, you know we, we didn't touch on it a lot earlier but one of the big things in my in our story was 
having the ability to speak up. Yeah. It is one of the most powerful tools we have at our disposable. Disposal, mm-hmm. whether you're talking about safety or mentally. Yeah. Um, and if people had have spoke up in, in, our, in our instance, you know, that might have broke the chain of events. Potentially. Yeah. And, you know, my whole life or whole 13, last 13 years could have been very different. Yeah. But no one was brave enough to speak up, even though they had misgivings which come out in the, yeah. in the inquest. So it is, if you're, if you think something's not right, be brave enough to speak up. We all have that feeling when it's not quite right. and we, Instincts, right? Yeah, instincts. Yeah. Trust your instinct. Yeah. And be brave enough to speak up. It's an incredibly hard thing to do. Yeah. It's an incredibly brave thing to do, but you might just yeah. break that sequence of events and stop someone getting injured, whatever, in whatever way. And, you know, yeah. when I go around talking, a lot of people say to me, but you're, you know, very, very hard, big, in, you know, but it doesn't have to be a big accident like us to have a big yeah. impact on someone's true. life. True, very, very true. You know, you could trip over a wire, mm-hmm. sprain your ankle, be off work six weeks over Christmas, yeah. money for problems, yeah. rows with your missus, you know, and all these things escalate. Exactly right, yeah. Um, it could be anything, you know. You, you might sprain a finger slightly, yes. which is tiny, but what if you're a budding concert pianist exactly. and then that's disappeared forever? Exactly, you know? so, or a dark player. You know, you've got yeah. all these things. So, so be brave. And if you see something you don't think's right, yeah. be brave enough to speak out. And if you're the person that's being spoken up to, yes. make sure you listen. Listen, listen. You know, yeah. and do something about it. It's all about your culture in a business. It is. Uh, and giving people the power to speak up and make sure that they know that they'll be listened to. I love it. Thank you. Wow, what a story. Massive gratitude for you coming yeah. over and, and sharing that with me. Thank you so, so much. Um, good luck with everything in the future. Keep Thank me posted, please. Yeah. And come on again. You know, I'd love, love, love to hear the story. I definitely would. Um, and like I say, any, any questions anybody's got... Um, for Matt going forward, where's the best to con- place to contact you? LinkedIn. LinkedIn? Really? Yeah, LinkedIn. Perfect. It's a great tool. Yeah, it is a great it tool. We'll, great. we'll share that in the show notes for everybody so yeah. people can get, get in touch with you. You're not yeah, in all, feel in all free lots. to link with us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it really is a powerful, powerful talk. So, you know, get it in person. Um, he's a great bloke. So I'm sure you'll uh, I'm sure you'll know that when you see him. But uh, thanks you all for listening again. Tune in next time when we've got some more, more powerful speakers coming on. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, Matt. Appreciate no it. No worries. Thank you.